what number do you want to do now? One through 15. 13 is my lucky number and it's my birthday. Let's do 13. Oh my God. Let's do 13. Wait, let me. I'm so excited. Oh, and it's perfect for you because the title Uh is Poorly Raised Sagittarius Asks About Parent Relationship. Oh, Jesus. And it's a little lengthy. So, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Get comfortable. Hi, Michelle and Mama Tanjus. I have often drafted and redrafted emails to you in my head. I bet you have. And through listening to your podcast, I've been listening since season one and other sources of help. I've been able to put in the work to help myself in those situations. So, thank you for that. I've never actually sat down and wrote one out, so I'll prob- but I'll probably send this one. Here's the bottom line up front for you since the background might get long. Do you have any advice for a poorly raised Sagittarius who was raised by poorly raised Sagittarius parents for, develop a, for developing a healthy or at least not toxic for me relationship as an adult? After cutting off all communication to them, although not from them, for a period of time where I've been working on re-raising myself and finally self-differentiating, my thoughts run back to them. First of all, okay, first of all, I don't... Who is that being so rude? (laughs) Take it elsewhere. I, listen, I don't know. I don't think it's someone working on any... Someone's just riding back and forth. Wait, and the song the sidewalk there you were on your phone be like take that phone go outside let me talk to this person <laughs> do you remember that uh do you remember the postmates driver oh my God. <laughs> do you remember he felt so oh he didn't know what to do with himself I, he, tr- he tried not to come up and he tried and i was like all right well. i'll just i'll just report you and he was like <laughs> he was so he was so beside himself and said I would just report you. And he was like, so you don't want the food? I was like, well, you just said you're not going to bring it up. So, and I'm yeah, not coming I mean, down. So I guess I'll just report you. No problem. And he was like, no, well, you, you have, I have the food. You could just come down and get it once again. He thought you cared more about the food than anything else. I I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Okay. Let me, oh, God. Okay. okay. So what we read. So Sagittarius who has Sagittarius parents who cut them off cut communication off for a period of time while they were working on sort of re-raising themselves, self-differentiating, but desires to have some kind of relationship with them as long as they're not sacrificing the person they're becoming in the process. So background, Uh, 30-year-old AFAB, non-binary person, pronouns indifferent, she or they work. Okay, she, they. Sagittarius, Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising. Fuck. Uh, Parents are Sagittarius's. Grew up in an extremely controlling household. Anything that their parents took as disrespect or disobedience was met with extreme forms of corporal punishment um, since I was very young until I was somewhere in my late teens, like 17 or so when it finally stopped. I thought this was normal growing up, but now know that this was probably on the line of the legal definition of abuse and definitely abuse from an objective perspective. They seem to be doing it different. They seem to be doing it partly because of their religious convictions, partly because of how they were raised, in part because they got bad parenting advice. I never felt then or now that they really wanted to cause harm to me, but rather that is what they were taught living or loving your children looked like. But I carry the emotional scars of that treatment to this day. It took me until recently to accept that what my parents did to me was wrong and really messed me up long term. 
I do believe that they loved me in the ways that they could, but all of my life they've tried to control my behavior so that they could get what they want from me. So even into our early adult relationship, they have tried to control me whenever to given the opportunity as though I'm still an extension of their person. When I began to finally discover myself on my own about four years ago, I started trying to also redefine our relationship at the same time, but ended up having quite toxic results on both sides. So I shut down our communication because I simply was not ready to handle that yet. And for the sake of any future relationship we may have, but how do I start again now in a way that is healthy for me is a question that I have been and will be pondering. Any advice you all have would be really helpful. Okay. We're just going to go with some analogy here. Please. All right. So let's just say you're, you're in the ocean, okay? And you're not too far down. Not, let's just say a pool, okay? You, let's say you're in a, I don't know, 18, 18 feet, right? Mm-hmm. 18 feet down. It's a big ass pool. That's a big pool, right? And there, there, that's the deepest as the pool goes, right? But you're at 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to go to the 18 feet. And you're wearing, you're actually wearing a breathe, like a breathing apparatus, like a, a suit, like a whatever it's called, scuba diving thing, whatever. Yeah. Breathing machine, whatever. <laughs> Snorkel. <laughs> I I don't know. I I said knighted the other day when I was talking. Oh, you about did. It was very official. I just, I, um, listen. I, I see. I shit. see the vision. I see the vision. Okay. It's like they're. Are they in a pool? Or are they? Are they going down for sharks? You know. Right. I see okay. it. Is there a so, cage? I see it. Go. So there, there, there have you have something in your mouth where you can breathe, and all of a sudden you get to ten feet, and you realize. My machine broke. I can't, there's no oxygen coming in anymore. Mm-hmm. anymore. But I still have, I still have eight more feet that I can go. Do I have to go these eight feet? I can, well, I can't go these eight feet because my, my, my machine is yeah. broken. I'll right? drown. So do you sit there and drown because your machine is broken when you can just take the machine off and just swim up? Back up to the top. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go any further. You you don't have to. But because what you what this person is doing is instead of taking off the machine and just swinging up to the top, they're like, "Well, I have all this weight on me, and and, and it's always been on me. I came in here with this, mm-hmm. so I got to continue." But you'll drown. Yeah. If you continue, you'll drown if you stay. You'll drown if you continue, because you can't hold your breath on your own. So how you save yourself is you swim the fuck back up to the air so you can breathe, yeah. right? What we tend to, sometimes tend to do in our lives, well, how old is this person, do they say? Uh, 30. 30? 30. Okay. All right. All right. So this is definitely for you. At some point in your life, You can't, you have, you've got to let go of the heavy weight and machinery that is broken. That's not giving you oxygen. And that doesn't mean walking away from it and never looking back or whatever. You have to change how you breathe. Okay. 
in changing how you breathe, you change how you maneuver in life. And when you change how you maneuver in life, you can look at that old machine as a memory of, yeah, I used to carry that and it used to be really heavy, but I don't carry that anymore because I don't have that weight anymore. So now I can look at the lightness of, of it, but I'm also thankful because it did help me breathe for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about our childhood, we have a tendency, especially when we get to 30 and we, I, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> making contestants as well, you get to your, your thirties and you're like, shit, my, my parents really fucked me up. Oh my God. Yes. Right. <laughs> you think, you think when you're younger and you, you're like telling it as a, a fun little story about things that happened, like, let me just yeah. sum it up for you. Even in your twenties yeah. where maybe there's a little bit of resentment for something when you get into your thirties and you really have to come face to face with, Oh, I've been moving myself in a certain way based off of things for a long time, thinking they were jokes and they were not jokes. Right. And I have not been healing any of that. Right. And so, and so what happens is, you know, now, first of all, all, every parent's going to fuck up their kid, right? Oh yeah. It's guaranteed. Some, some, and there's different levels of it. Some, some is not as bad, but for them it's bad because it's the worst that they've experienced. And for some, you know, it's, it's abuse, it's trauma, it's all these things. Right. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when you say things like, man, my parents really fucked me up, right? That, that's the first recognition. So this person is 40, right? I mean, 30. So you mm-hmm. get to that point and you're like, damn, this is not healthy for me, yes. right? But there comes a point where it's no longer your parents and you're continuing the work of the fucked upness mm-hmm. all on your own because you refuse to grow away from it Mm-hmm. You want to stay in it, sor- sorrowful and pity. And well, it's because my parents did this and my parents were this way. And I said, yes, we understand that. And that's life. Life happens. But what are you, what are you doing about it right now? And for some people, that looks like time away from parents. That looks like, um, it can look like anything, whatever it looks like for you. In the end, what you- start to realize is as you grow within yourself and have understanding for yourself, your heart softens for your parents because you start to understand, even if there's physical abuse, the only way that I can truly forgive them is to understand that A, they were either unwell, Mm -hmm. B, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing and they did all that they could. And this is all that was available to them. And they thought they were doing the right thing. Mm And I think this person's at that line, right? Because they bring up a few times, like, I do believe that they loved me. And I do think this was a case of like what was handed down to them and not understanding. Of course. So now that you know those things and what I've learned and what my partner always reminds me of is like, you can know stuff, but just because you know it doesn't mean you're applying it and living it, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, as a Sagittarius, we tend to do that a lot. Um, it's like, I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah. The the rest is the doing. (laughs) Right. The the rest is actually. So Sagittarius get so fucking frustrated with themselves. Like, but I, what, what, what's not working? (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, I'm a fucking genius, but I'm also a fucking truly. fool. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, but it's a beautiful duality, babe. <laughs> right. But, but it's who I am and I embrace it. And, and everything, and it's beautiful because everything <laughs> that you do, regardless of if it makes any sense or not, turns into a lesson. It does. And so I think that if you can understand, this is my new thing this year, Yes, is facts do not need mulling over. They don't. And we tend to just keep going over and over the very things that we already know. If you're water, just you so are just, can, you're just floating above just so can, it constantly. Right. Just, just so we can stay in it and have it as that thing that we can go to and hang on to. It's like, this, why this happened? It's like, yes, bitch, we know that. We already knew that. We, we know that. We knew that for, for 10 years now. Can we do something different? What was that? I shared that TikTok where the girl is saying, well, well, actually, and her friend out of the corner is like, well, actually, <laughs> get a new right. fucking writer for this character. I'm bored. And then she followed up with like an apology, but I wish she hadn't followed no, it up with an apology. I thought, I thought that, was, that was a beautiful moment of some like <laughs> real true love and self-awareness. That was there. love. That was all love. I would, I would, I would literally want to make love to someone who did that you know (laughs) just like thank you for handing me my ass you know what I'm saying (laughs) but I think that what what this person is doing is is consistently it's like you're 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 doing I don't want to say doing the work but you're 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 growing and you're blossoming and every single time you hit something that takes you back in a, in a memory or a reminder of why you're like this, you spiral all the way back down there. Mm-hmm. And the journey is more about how to manage your emotional um, kind of barometer on how you, where you allow yourself to go when you're in a different space because you're a whole nother person now. So you don't really need to spiral down. You can just look at it, acknowledge it and be like, yeah, that was a fucked up situation, but you don't need to mull over it because you already know it was fucked up. Yeah. So you keep it fucked up by reliving it to go back and live there and remind your feelings of these feelings, especially if you've already uh, uncorked and unscrewed and peeled away all of these things. It's not about not going back and remembering things and not being affected. It is going to pinch a little bit, but how far are you letting it drag you down in this newness? And when you're 30, you start to realize as you get older and the more you talk about your parents and the more you talk about the things that happened to you, the less people care. But you're always going to have a different kind of story because I can meet this person's parents, these two Sagittarius people, and and find them to be lovely people, Mm -hmm. right? But you're like, no, they're not actually. Actually, they did this, this, and this. Instead of just possibly seeing the beauty in them that other people see, instead of hanging on to maybe some of the flaws that they have. You got flaws too. So my, my advice to people in those positions that really do are trying to find a way out, focus on the beauty of the personality of your parents. 
focus on the beauty of, especially if it's something that is important to you, because it sounds like this person isn't trying to cut off like a toxic family member that like abused them or is uh, abusing uh, alcohol or whatever. They're actually trying to make peace and space to exist with their parents because mm -hmm. they there's parts of them that really love and care about their parents. So just focus on that. Just mm -hmm. focus on that because you're different. So they can't do, do what they did anymore unless you allow them to. Well, I mean, I think that's the big thing, right? Is because you, you mentioned, you know, they tried to control my behavior as, after you've already tried to reestablish contact. And the thing is, right. whether they try to or not, right? So let's they're say in, in, the, in, the, in the, right. the biggest version of this where they're like narcissists that are trying to do all of these things, you have to be different so that that doesn't hold any water. They can try to control your behavior all they want, but now you know, you've, you've lived it. So you've seen how they operate. You know better than anyone. They're not going to change. You more importantly, you have changed, and so exactly you can't keep going back into the. If you really want to have a connection with your parents and have a relationship, which I think is the first thing you really need to figure out, are you doing this just because you feel obligated to reconnect with people that you actually really don't like, or you feel really harmed by, and it's it's not the place you need to be right now? Like, why are you being drawn back? If it's because you actually want to find some kind of forgiveness or some kind of space where you guys can grow this relationship, you have to give them the space to prove to you and show you just by your interaction with them that it's not going to be what it was because all of, you're all different. And you have to, you have to, your control is all on you. So if you're in positions where you, you don't want to be, you can just, it doesn't have to be like, mom, you always do this. And I we always, it doesn't have to be like, you can that. just leave. You're not, you could just, you could just, you could just leave. set a boundary. You could just set a boundary. You're 30 yes. now. You can just set a hard boundary. And trust me, you got like, I, I've always said, you got to train people how to treat you. That includes your parents, especially when you turn 30 or whatever, you just start letting them know, listen, you can't do that no more, boo. <laughs> It doesn't I work. don't have to sit. I don't have to sit here and listen to this anymore. I, I don't. So, if you want to, if, if you want to hang out, or if you want to be around me or whatever, you're going to have to understand that there are certain things that I just don't want to get into with you, and I'm not going to. You're taking so much on, which also feels very Sagittarius, by the way. Of like, mm -hmm. just. I can fix everything. I can solve everything. I can redefine the relationship entirely on my own. No one else is going to, you know, mm -hmm. and I think you're putting so much pressure on yourself of like, I have to not only create this relationship, I have to redefine everything. Whatever's going to happen at this point on in your adult life with them is going to be an adult relationship with them. It has exactly. to, it has to exist separately of not that you can't refer to it, not that you can't talk about it and come mm -hmm. to understanding in your own healing. But moving on, it's not up to you to redefine an entire relationship with two other adults that are also mm -hmm. in it. And I think that's a distraction from just actually being in that space and feeling what it feels like to be around people that you, you can't control, but also in some ways you're going to have to forgive if you want to move on to a space where you can have a relationship with. Well, you have to, you have to forgive yourself for, for, constantly continuing to take yourself to a place that you don't need to be. Forgive yourself first, because if you forgive yourself first, you'll forgive them automatically because you'll understand that this is who they are. 
they're going to be who they're going to be. They're grown up people. They're going to be who you're still in your growing, in a growing phase that's different from theirs. We're always growing, but you're growing in a different way, in a new way that they don't know of. Mm -hmm. And so the only way anything is going to change is for you to be, to lead by example, by just being who the fuck you are. Not about trying to convince them of the things they used to do or how they keep doing. Just start a new fucking tradition for yourself. Mm. And they will, you're growing into an adult. You're an adult. So when I speak to my parents and when I'm talking to my parents and they say things like, oh, I love the adult that you've become or whatever, because I run this shit. I'm not looking to them to save me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to blame them for the shit that, that they, they thought they were doing was, was best for me when I was a kid. I can't, I can't hold on to that. I'm going to be 40. I can't be talking about when I was eight years old. At some point, I have to be able to understand shit has happened to me and shit will continue to happen to me. How am I going to move through it? Because I'm not a child and I don't have my parents to rely on or to abandon me or nobody. It's me. It's all me. So don't abandon yourself anymore. You don't have to do that anymore. Not for the sake of your parents. You don't have to do that. They didn't do it. It's it's a it's a rite of passage right now that's it happening is. right now. There's that is. hard point where it's like you just realize your parents are people, they uh-huh. fucked up. And mm-hmm. unfortunately you have to deal with the ramifications of what what they did and how that affected you. And moving forward, whether they're a part of your life or not, you can't stay in the same pattern of playing out the child who's constantly being hurt by them. And it's the change is going to have to come from you. And the other thing too is that depending on what we're talking about, what you realize is that as you get older, you're human. And your parents aren't necessarily all the time fucking up, okay? Because it's not parents, they're people, okay? So maybe, maybe maybe there's two different things. There are parents and there are people. And when you start looking at your parents as people, you start to give them, like I'm saying, you soften a little bit because you realize, man, I was putting a lot of weight on you because you were like my superhero. And now I realize like biologically, yeah, you're a parent, but you're just a person trying to make it in the world like I'm trying to make it in the world Mm -hmm. and I look back and I think about I'm 30 where were you at 30 damn mommy you had two kids and you were you lost your house and that no wonder why you gave all my toys away and I'm like you know you didn't keep anything and I'm thinking about it now and I'm like wait a minute fucking hell if I was I'm 38 and I don't have two I don't have a kid yeah do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm constantly imagine. like I can't imagine what I would be doing and and the person I, I would be. I can't imagine being 30 years old. My husband loses his job because the, the 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 Challenger crashes, and we live in you know my parent. We lived in 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 um, Palm Bay, which is right near Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. and they lost their home, and we, they didn't have anywhere to go. 
And, you know, I'm, you know, harping on the fact that I don't have things to pass down to my kids because she didn't keep nothing. And it's just like, after a while, you stop saying that to yourself. You start thinking, shit, fucking hell, I'm 38. And I couldn't even pack up my own fucking apartment because some guy jumped off of it. You know what I'm saying? So shit happens. It really does. You don't, you have no control over what's happening. So think about where you are now and talk to your parents, get to know them, ask them questions about where they were, what they were feeling, what their life was like when they were 30. That's what I, I have spent my, the past few years, just getting to know my parents as people so I could stop judging them and their parenting ways mm-hmm. because they did what they could with, with what they had. And we're in a new age right now, a new time. So shit was different in the eighties, bitch. We're in 2020. So you, you're 30, you're a nineties baby. Shit is different. So it's, 30 looks different for you than it does for them. Stop trying to persuade that. Just listen to them. Hear their story so that you can understand like they were 32. They were 30 just like you were 30. Mm-hmm. And there might be some nuggets in there for you if, if you can just separate yourself from child and parent. Because guess what, children listening? We're all children. We're all children. Not all of us are parents. Not all of us become parents, but we are all children. So cut your parents some fucking slack enough so that you can forgive them. That doesn't mean you have to, depending, like I said, depending on the kind of abuse, it does not mean you have to have a relationship with them because some mm-hmm. parents that are, are people and they're still fucking assholes. Yes, which is possible, you know but I mean? you but you won't know if that's the case unless you give them the space to actually be the people they are now, not with exactly. the shadow of who they were. And if they turn out to be these really shitty people and that lines up with you being abused as a kid, absolutely, let's not right. have a relationship with them. Exactly. We don't need to. I'll tell you what, your family can be the people that you know, that you were that you were raised with, that you're blood related to, but you can also choose them later in life. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, that that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful thing about growth. Mm -hmm. True growth is when you can really look back at your past without feeling like the world is ending and you can never get out of it. Mm -hmm. It's looking back at your past and being like, you know, it happened. It happened and I learned a lot of stuff and I'm so thankful for that because it brought me here and I am who I am because of my past, because of, that's the only way to look at it. And I'll, and then I'll, I'll never have to do it in that way again. Nope. Nope. But again, if you keep feeling like that little kid, you're going to keep living that over and over again. And I can't, and I guarantee you this, if you keep feeling, you. you keep feeling that little, like that little kid, you try so hard to not be that little kid and then you have kids of your own, you're going to be exactly like your parents because you never broke away from the cycle of pitying yourself. Yeah. And you're not pitiful. You're not pitiful. And 
sad things happen, bad things can feel bad, and good things can feel good. There are good moments in your childhood as well. Remember those moments, recall those moments, remind yourself that your parents are human. When you can do that, you can you start breaking family cycles because you won't do that to your children. But it's as long as you're holding some sort of grudge or you're upset with your parents or you haven't moved on, trust me, when you have your own kids, you will be your parents. Healing is like a game of telephone, but hopefully if you do it right, the message at the end of it is much better than the fucking message you started with. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Gotta break all that shit. So it's, it's just be patient. Just be patient. And it's not something Sagittarius that you have to ply and like, okay, I'm going to do this. Just chill. Just let it fall. Let the chips fall where they fall. Let it fall. Let it fall. Have fun, bitch.